But yeah, let's turn that up though. I can't even hear it. What you got? Come on. What you got? Come on. What you got? What you got? It's the king talk. Uh huh. I wanna hear a king talk. King walk. We can show you how this thing stalk. Hey. Hey. (laughs) We can show you how this thing stalk. Hey. Okay. 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 Back to the chorus at the top. King talk. Talk queen. Let that shit ring. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on. you already know. Yes, sir, yes, sir. It's episode 10. It's episode 10. It's crazy. We're really here. Episode 10. It's all about, you know what I'm saying? Hey, celebrate. No, that, that is, that is, that is definitely worth it, man. Season two, episode 10 is crazy. We definitely here. Um, I think this episode is going to be real, real, real special. But you already know who I am. I'm Ricky from upstate New York. Very proudly would say upstate New York. Uh, but I love y'all. Y'all already know. You know we're about to have a crazy, crazy, crazy conversation. What's good, y'all? It's Yusra. You guys know me from San Diego, California. Let that shit ring. Hey. Come on, come on, man. I'm blessed and honored to be here, man. My name is TJ Harris. I'm originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, north side of Tulsa, man, Black okay, Wall Street. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, I'm 25 years old, and I own a fashion company called Joyer. Um, of course, Joyer means player. French, mm. you know, but I've dedicated myself to the advancement of the people. So, Joyer is an obligation. Joyer is an offer. It's an opportunity. Uh, I'm trying to give the people a way to go from their current reality to their preferred reality, man. We're okay. doing that for the people, man. So, I'm blessed to be here. I'm glad y'all having me. Hey, you yeah, already yeah. know. You already know. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sean Christopher mm. um, from... Brazoria, Texas. Mm. You know I'm talking about a little Texas? country boy. Mm. Um, was it five two zero? Five two zero, baby. Five twenty. Yes, I remember. sir. I remember. I remember. Yes, sir. But I live in San Diego. You know what I mean. Um, go ahead and do this real quick. August twenty first, Soul Sunday. Get your tickets now. I'll be Cole headlining. Brittany Cooper be the main feature. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be legit. I'm okay. trying to do my okay. little okay. thing. So say know? the say the date again. August 21st. Okay. It's August Sunday, 21st. 5 o'clock Sunday, p.m. 5 yes, o'clock p.m. At Where courtyard. is it at? At the courtyard downtown. Okay. okay. Yes, and then yes, you're going to be... I'm going to actually be singing this time. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to be singing this time. What like, you singing? What you singing? Ooh, you got to come and see. I got me a nice little lineup. I'm, yeah. Quasi came by the shop. I'm a barber, by the way, everybody. Go ahead and go ahead and follow me at Sean Chris the Barber. Um, Quasi came by. I got a chop this morning. And I let him hear the stuff I had to do. It's going to be a nice one, bro. It's going to be, it's going to, yeah. Got you. Okay, okay. And I definitely want to roll back into you, what you were saying. Go ahead. Like, where do we find your brand? Where can we get your brand? Everything. Absolutely. So, um, you can find Joyer on joyergallery.com. That'll be J-O-U-E-U-R-G-A-L-E-R-I-E. The gallery is in French. So, joyergallery.com, and you can follow us on Joyer Fashion on Instagram. Okay, yes, can we sir. just get a round of applause? Just the fact that we have two businessmen here today. You know what I'm saying? So that's just so hard. And just like at our age, you know what we doing, and still looking good doing it. 
You know what I'm saying? In a serious I love it. way, I love man. It. In a serious way. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's like my little promo for Joe Air, right there. And I you know appreciate it, man. You know that you got to be in you and out on you, man. Oh, so hey. that's what we doing, man. Hey, but definitely, I want to get right into it, right? So this episode is going to be real big on mental health, right? I think enough. A lot of people don't talk about it enough, um, and it's such a huge, even more so now with social media and the society that we live in. Mental health is, is, a, is a big thing, a big problem. So I would love to get you guys' perspective before we even get to more of the questions. We had a lot of people sending questions for this episode. What is mental health? Any of y'all can go first, but what is mental health to you? Man, I think that mental health is an understanding of self. Um, I'm finishing my philosophy book right now, as you all know. And my philosophy of life is that life should be spent seeking. So if you're not spending your life seeking those truths, man, you're wasting your life. Mm. So I think that mental health comes from a confidence and a love of self that you have to have. It's an obligation. So that's what I think mental health is. I like that. So mental health is something in which you have to have. It's a necessity. Absolutely. You're going to waste this experience, and you only get one of them. Mm. Mm. Damn. Touche. Come on. Man, that that is completely honest. That like, is touche. It, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really like the brand says. It's, it's something that has to be in you and not something that's on you because you can, you can go throughout life and people can tell you what they see you as and what you feel within within yourself it's like yo that's that's nothing who i am mm-hmm. you know on. what i mean and you have to and you sometimes you have to just go through life you have to go through heartaches you have to go through this got to go through that to find out what's in you who's who you are you know what i mean you have to love self first and that's constantly and i'm usually go right into you that's constantly like a a thing that's evolving too. Mm-hmm. Like your mental health should always be evolving. So I'm glad we got that answer. But it's also like the answer is never really ever fully answered. Uh-huh. It's a continuous that. journey, right? Yes, sir. So you can never stop seeking. Mm-hmm. You're gonna end your experience stopping seeking. Yes, sir. What you got? I know it's a tough. You know. No, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think mental health is something. It's a you got to keep adapting, and that kind of caps on what both of y'all said. Um, because, you know, coping mechanisms or, you know, words of affirmation, it it doesn't matter. Sometimes they have to be changed to whatever you got going on in your life. Right. So, so the biggest thing, and I feel like, um, that is, you know, the biggest problem with mental health is that a lot of people, they get anxiety or something like that when they have to adapt to new you know, new surroundings or new, new things around them, you know, that makes them uncomfortable. I know for me personally, that does, I'm very much routined, Mm. you know what I'm saying? So when my routine's out of place, it does cause some sort of anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Like my day is just not, you know, if I don't wake up in the morning and go to the gym, I'm thrown off for the rest of the day. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like, but it's a constant, like sometimes I can't go to the gym every morning. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I have to go in the afternoon, but I'm not used to that. So it's uncomfortable. And yet, like, you know, just a small little, you know, yesterday I went to the gym in the afternoon um, because I couldn't go in the morning. And I walked out and, you know, the sky was so crazy last night. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just like sat there and like, oh, like, you know, Appreciate like it. like you were there. Exactly. Like it was like, oh, OK, like I didn't go in the morning, but I went in the afternoon. I walked out to this. It was raining. I swear it looked like some movie shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but, you know, kind of capping back on that, I feel like adapting 
you know, is, is the biggest, um, is the biggest thing you have to know how to adapt to what's going on around you in life, you know, next to you in your home. It doesn't matter. You have to constantly be adapting to conquer mental health. Man, queen. And if I may, that is huge. What you just said, you and brother shine, y'all talked about routine and habits. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so imperative, man, is those routines and those habits. Cause a lot of times society will tell you who you are. Yeah. Before you can even get your opinion on it. We're talking about four years old. This is who you're going to be. You're going to be a thug. Okay. Man, we'll get so good and being that rumble be this till the day I die. They told me this is who I was going to be. You know what's crazy, though? As much as it looks like it's not a routine, like it's almost like because they tell you that at that age, you self-consciously put yourself on a routine that you didn't even think you were on. Because now you're allowing yourself to be exposed to things to make you what society wants you to be. Sir. So what is a routine with in self-conscious, you know, like, I just thought about that. That's on some like high shit for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's big though. That's big because all we doing is we just acting. We just all good actors, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. We just acting like who we perceive ourselves as. So that's what I created Joy Air for, man. You got to perceive yourself as something different. Mm. You got to be in you and not on you. Who are you? Okay. You got to spend some time seeking there. And that's my biggest advice. I think I have just for, are just, just people in general, especially the people around me, like, stop every once in a while and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? How, would, how, would, how am I doing? Because it's so easy for us to just ask somebody else that. And we never sit and just, like, take the time where you said you walked out of the gym. And so it's just like, I'm sure you sit there and just be like, yo, I just want to, like, can I be with myself right now? And that's, it's scary. That's a lot. That's real scary for a lot of people, which oh. goes into, like, I'm sure we're about to go into that, but that's scary. Some people are scared to be like, let me be by myself. Hell yeah, uh -oh. they scared. Uh oh, are you talking on here, brother Rick? You talking big it's on here, man. a little scary. I wish we had the little, like, we had the, the church pianos. They about to get me high. Yeah, no, I, I agree, too, and I, I think that that has a lot to do with stuff. But, like, I know me, I'm so in tune with my body that the smallest tweak send me on like almost like an anxiety trip you know what I'm saying even the other day I'll share this you know me and Ricky we were doing an episode and I and I damn near had a panic attack you know what I'm saying and and, and that kind of you know that's me just sharing that we ended up not even dropping that episode because you could just tell I was out of it and, and we it both was, were we both definitely yeah were that day. yeah I didn't want to throw you I was gonna let you introduce <laughs> yourself that way I didn't want to you know I'll put my business out there I ain't gonna put yours but you know, and that and that's and that's a big thing. And it, sometimes, you know, in the shittiest part about having anxiety, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, is that that day was a beautiful day. I was looking out the window. You know what I'm saying? I seen birds. It was almost therapeutic until it was so surreal in a sense. It was so beautiful that it. it I think that's kind of what triggered me to have an anxiety trip. And when you have anxiety, you know, you when things are going so good, it's like ain't no way this is real. Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and that's, and that's, and I it's definitely, a trigger. exactly. And it will send you, you know, you got, you, um, what is it called when you self, um, destruct? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah it, and it's like, you can't ever just enjoy. Cause you're in your own head. Exactly. And that's what I talked about on the last episode where Soul Sunday did that for me. So I appreciate Sean and, and Quasi. Quasi's here in the background. He'll say what's up if he hears me, but he ain't hearing me right now. What's up? There it is. There it is. Um, but, you know, they invited me to Soul Sunday, and that was one of the first moments in a very long time where I really felt present, like in the moment where I really felt like this is 
where I need to be. And it wasn't so much the place, the event's dope, super dope, definitely going August 21st, 5 p.m. Um, but it was the people also that I was around and, and that created that environment, right? So I think it's also important that those that are around you, as much as society wants to tell you, like, you know, it's within you when you control it. Listen, those that are around you will affect your mental health. Yeah. They will affect your mental health. Meaning, what am I trying to, if you're thinking like, what does he mean by that? Pick your fucking people right. Mm. Pick them right. And get rid of the ones that don't need to be there. Stop fighting for somebody doesn't want to be there. And I had to learn that myself. I'm laughing because I'm like, you know, I, I, if you know, you know, I had to learn that myself. But like I said, it's very vulnerable and very tough to allow yourself to have that moment where you're thinking, what's wrong with me? How do I feel today? What do I need? So it goes into what do you guys think about? I know this is a negative a stigma, especially with some church folks. How do you guys feel about therapy and going to an actual professional therapist? Take your ass to therapy. That's all I can say. I was opposed to it till about a year ago. Um, like me, you know, I have I'm prior to service, so I I didn't I had a fucked up, you know, experience when I was active duty. Hey, shout out shout out to the prior services yeah, for, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. We get some um, Clapping noises, just like that. <laughs> Adam, they got us for sure. <laughs> um, so I really didn't even know what anxiety was until I was active duty. Um, they ended up ODing me on medicine when, and that's initially what pushed me out the military. Um, I suffered like loss of vision in one of my eyes, cluster headaches, all that good shit. Um, so you can imagine that you know uh, there was a lot of trauma that I was still kind of dealing with um and so my thing is when I feel like I'm dying which is common with anxiety I go to the hospital mm. because if I'm if I'm if I'm feeling like I'm gonna die where do you want to be the hospital you know what I'm saying and, and so that was a big problem for me to where I was consistently going to the hospital even to this day you know I have to I have to unpsych myself whether that's a cold shower or something along those lines. A lot of people don't even know that because I'm smiling all the time, but they don't know I didn't went to the hospital two to three times this week. Hey, that's the most, that's the people got to like also be sized about yourself. The people that you care and love for, and I'm almost, I'm faulting myself. Actually, we do talk. You just, she didn't share it with me just in my defense, Man, but I don't, but you know, like ask the people around you, how, how are you doing sometimes after you figure yourself out though first? Yeah. But, but, it, but you know, just kind of capping on that and, um, I went to a therapist, uh, and he's like, I'm going to try a tapping mechanism on you. Pause, because that sounded really off. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I got to make oh, it known. Man. You know what I'm saying? Big pause. Um, he's like, I'm going to try this. And, and it worked for like six, seven months. I did not go to the hospital at all. And then like when things kind of started to I guess, move around, you know, let's just call it an earthquake because people go through earthquakes all the time in their life. Um, mental earthquakes, let's call it that. Uh, it kind of, you know, it sent me back there to where, you know, one time turned once a month turned into two or three times a month. Um, and I go through waves of that where that, you know, that just happens. You know what I'm saying? And, and my wife will actually make a joke of it because, well, I mean, it's not really funny, but she does be making jokes you know, and, and kind of like laughing about it. Like, I'd be like, damn, I stubbed my toe. She's like, oh, no, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm what saying? What are you thinking but, over there, TJ? Man, uh, I'm thinking about the facts 
and how big of a war we fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen mentioned that we have to get some help. When we struggling with, with mental issues. We got to go get some help. Yeah. But the thing is, help ain't free all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Black people make up the largest portion of poverty in this country. A, a white man makes 10 times that of a black father. We, I can't afford to get no help. Mm-mm. You see what I mean? This is a huge issue that we face. So this is a deeper. Yes, sir. This is a deeper. Absolutely. And I, then it you all get ties in. into your mental state of mind, too. So yes, I like sir. You brought yes, that. sir. I agree with that, but um, I feel like that's also a cop-out because... There is so many that we we are we are a lucky generation. I, love this. I feel like you, just, you don't know how much you just fueled that man <laughs> yeah. right there. You just you know, fueled him. I'm waiting for that finances back. Yeah. 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 You know, and I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? You are that's completely right. But if somebody really wants to seek help, you could go to fucking YouTube and seek help right now. So you can only make that you know a crutch for so long. There is other ways. You're absolutely right. So and and, and if if we kind of, you know, cap them to think that, oh, because you don't have money, you can't go get help. Well, you got on Instagram this morning. There's pages on Instagram for therapy. There's pages. There's YouTube videos hour long. You know what I'm saying? Where they teach you how to cope and do certain things. So, you know, if if we continue to put that kind of shell on people saying, oh, you don't make enough money to go get it. You got Medi-Cal. Medi-Cal will, will supply you with 12 free visits to any um, therapist you want of your choice. So that accepts Medi-Cal. I'm ready to hear this so, rebuttal. Yeah, let me, let <laughs> me hear it. Let me not, hear. not so much of a rebuttal because I agree with everything that you yeah, just yeah. said, literally everything. Um, and I don't make excuses. So I'm an advocate for black people, man. Mm-hmm. I, I say that unapologetically, yeah. man. So um, we have to understand there's a war going on against black people in this country. So like Queen said, we for sure got opportunities to those resources, but there's a group of people who are doing everything that they can to make sure that we don't know about them. I agree with that. So that's what I've pl- pledged my life to, is make sure that information is out there to the people. They're making it hard for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when we talk about the, the traumas of slavery, who am I going to trust? Right, because we talk about in order to love, you got to trust. I don't trust my damn self. Okay, okay, so I'm, I'm open up to you, Brother Sean. I don't trust me. How am I going to trust you to keep all my secrets? Because I hate my damn self. Okay, yes, it's a war going on, man. And, and until we, we understand that, it's going to be hard for us to, to win this war, even find a solution to it. No, and I think, to Harp, if somebody didn't understand that because he goes so deep, which I love it, like those conversations. Pause. <laughs> but... When he says we hate ourselves, it's because of what society has allowed us. We, we literally cap ourselves. So we hate ourselves so much because we don't even know who we are. Like he said, we don't know who we are because of how it gets watered down, because of how things get taken, which all goes, ties everything into back. Like I said before, if you listen to my podcast, you'll know this is all about love at the end of the day. How we love each other. Why does the person that should be sent to the left or right doesn't have the same opportunities like you were saying? Or not be told that they do. Because then we program them to think, you know what, you can't do it because you don't have this. Yes, sir. Sean, but I would love to hear what you, what you, what is going on? What is going on? Um, I agree with what everybody is saying completely. Um, I've done counseling my damn self, but... And I think that was the greatest thing that I've ever done. So to speak on behalf of church folks, I think y'all need to go ahead and get some counseling too. Mm. And not just in church. 
Cause talk you, about you have it. a lot of talk about it. Just like, oh, I'm a, I have my doctorate in this. I have my doctorate in that. That's cool. But a lot of times they keep it only with my bad. A lot of times they only keep it with church stuff. You know what I mean? But it's like, yo, I understand that. But I'm really, I'm dealing with some real life issues. You feel what I'm saying? So for me having to go go through it, I had to come to a an understanding that I that she was a diagnose. It was called ANTS, which is automatic negative, negative thinking. Come on, come on. Automatic <laughs> negative thinking syndrome. And I really feel like everybody, for the most part, a lot of I'm not say everybody, but a whole lot of folks, ninety nine point nine percent, they go through that. You know what I mean? And check this one. I have five questions I wrote down. And one of them is a lot of people don't know who they are. I'm good right now. One question is, who am I? Second mm. question is, where am I from? Not Texas, because I'm, I'm mixed. I'm white, black, Native American, Cherokee to be exact. So if I want to go through all that other stuff, I got to figure out where am I from? Third, why am I here? What's my purpose on this earth? You know what I mean? A lot of people, we don't dig in to find all that, answer, all that information. Next one is, what can I do? What, what do I bring to the table outside of me just cutting hair? What's, what's deeper than that? Mine, personally, I love to see people come together. You know what I mean? I, I've lived this earth for, uh, you know, a little while. Um, <laughs> for a little while. Right. You don't want and to put an actual age to it. That's all right. I'm it's 40. Right. I'm 40. There I'm 40 it is. years there old. It is. You know, I don't look at Black zero. don't crack. But, hey. Hey. But to be completely honest, a lot of people that I've come across, damn near everybody, we all have sensitive issues that we deal with. Now, when it comes to, well, number five, let me say number five, where am I going? What's, what's my destination? But to go with what TJ was saying, one thing that I realized, Queen, I feel what you're saying, but one thing I realized as a black man, my father was always telling me, you don't tell your business. Your business stay in this house. You don't, you don't cry. You mm-hmm. don't do this. You don't do that. So when you have all this stuff like pent up, it's like, who the hell do I talk to? When I say something, are you going to listen to me or are you just going to say, oh, stop crying, deal with it? You know what I mean? And during my during the uh, the counseling sessions, it came it came about because I was dealing with some 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 heartache. Listen, you know, what I mean, it was a relationship heartache. And I thought I was going for that one reason. She mm-hmm. took me all the way back to my childhood. Ooh, 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 ooh. She right. took me all the way back yeah. to my I was like, damn, you, this ain't had shit to do with old girl. Yeah, run that back. This had she to took do with you all the way back to my childhood, childhood. To my childhood, bro. And then I, and for me, I ended up taking myself back. I was like, shit, this, this stuff took place way back when slavery took place. Because I was trying to figure out why, why did my dad tell me, oh, you can't say this. You can't say that. You have to hold this in. Oh, because that's what you did. Oh, you were taught by your daddy. You was taught by your... So I'm like, damn, we got to break the cycle at some kind of... Some point. So that's why I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Go to it real quick. Also, too, just kind of capping on that, um, I think a lot of people, too, don't realize um, whether you believe in God, the universe, that's your therapist right there. And I don't mean that... I mean, even if you're referring to the universe, the universe has a has a has a has a way God has a way to show you what you need to do, you know, and that's for your own mental health. That's for relationships. You name it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, what did, um, 
what's his name say, fool me once. You know what I'm saying? Shame on you, fool me twice. You know, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times. Fuck the peace sign. Load the chop, let it rain on you. And that, and that just, and I think a lot of people, you know, um, I think they can solve a lot of their problems if they took that shield off of their eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shield that's blinding them from the, the whole, the truth. You know, that peace that you're searching for, you're not going to find it with, with, glass, with prescription glasses on that are not your prescription. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like once people start to kind of like realize that, they'll, you know, we're talking about break, breaking generations and generations, you know, of um, ways and teaching because we're in a new era. But we cannot... We can't do that unless people are willing to change within themselves. Yeah. You know, no, so it, all, it all starts. And that's why I think it goes back to exactly what we started it off with. It's in what we think about ourselves first. And I think Quasi had brought up a great point last time is be careful on leaning on others to give you a perspective on how you should live your life. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that because you were saying about somebody else's prescription glasses is not going to help you see. Or not going to help you see the way that you, maybe your destination. It might let you see theirs, but not yours. And I think that happens and goes into, you know, this is a a podcast of relationships and love, right? So that goes into a relationship. Sometimes we get into relationships where now our mental state of mind is at risk. Because now I'm putting on her glasses. Thinking that that was for both of us. You know, you get all when the sick. whole time, yeah. When you put other people's glasses on, because yeah, you, you get all dizzy, you get all queasy, but you. you're like, "This is the only way I can see, though." So I got to keep this on. Well, you got to keep it on for their sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if not, you know what I'm on for you. So it's just like once you realize, like, hold up, what if you put on your glasses, I put on my own, but now because we're communicating and talking, both of our mental state of minds is good. God is our foundation, and he's going to lead us to our purpose. And whether our purpose is standing there together, then it is. And if it's not, it's cool. Somebody else will be standing there. And I think the moment that we realize that as just society and understand everything that I said, like that's a choice that I said that I made if you listen to the story. And I said it goes back to what we said last time. Love is a choice. It's all a choice. I'm back. I'm gonna pick it back off of Quasi when he said uh, about the washing the clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Shanice, she she don't like washing clothes. Quasi loves washing yeah. clothes, right? I was thinking, which he messed up the other day. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, damn. Um, so marriage, right? Relationships. I I was looking. I was like, damn, this shit should actually be a yin and yang. Mm-hmm. You know, like where my where my weakness is, more than likely, she, that's where her strength mm. is. You know what I mean? And where hers are, that's where you're leading her, Absolutely. King. But then I had to double back with what you said because we never really touched on it. A lot of us are afraid to be by ourselves to figure out what what damaged me when I was younger or what what did the world put on me on my thinking that I had to be and I didn't even subscribe to this. I didn't want to mm. be. You know what I mean? You got some folks be like, you're going to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to be a professional wrestler. Even though it might sound weird, hell, The Rock didn't think he was going to be a professional. Now, just joking, one of the you know, richest people in the movies right now. You know, he's top three. Well, top three, you feel me? But I think we got to learn how to, you know, take time to figure out who we are, what we like, what we don't like, 
even with love, I told you, love has boundaries. And if mm-hmm. you, you know, you got to have boundaries for yourself before you allow somebody else to, you know, have part of you. And before, because I definitely, I want to let you get to your point. It is possible. Let me make this clear. It is possible to do this while being in a relationship. Oh, most definitely. I think it's a myth where it's like, you got to be. No, it is possible to do this in a relationship. Because like we had mentioned earlier, you will continuously evolve. This isn't a something that you get the answers and you submit. No, this is a continuous test. Go ahead. Absolutely. Um, I just did a, a video that you got to have some tryouts in your life. Right, as a player, you got to have certain tryouts because everybody can't come along this journey mm-hmm. with you. We talking about players are gonna make you a worse player if they stick around like a cancer. Yeah. So you got to have some disqualifiers in your life, and you can't disqualify nobody because you don't got no damn rules. So they're not breaking no rules. Technically, they're gonna keep treating you like that. So you got to know thyself so you can have some rules for yourself. Are you breaking the rule? Because yeah. if you don't have no rules, man, you can't disqualify these folks. They ain't did nothing. What they do? They haven't broke no rules, no principles, no morals. They haven't done anything because so you ain't laid none down because yeah. you don't know yourself. Okay, yeah, you got to have some trials. You got to know thyself first. And you can do that in a relationship like he said. But the most important thing is knowing thyself because a relationship is a partnership. So these women and these men keep saying, I can't find nobody that do it. It's all, man, it's you. Because mm-hmm. a relationship is a partnership. I mean, 50-50. Yo, yeah. 50, it ain't right. So no matter what you line it up with another 50, it's not going to work because you got to take care of your 50% first. So th- that's why it's so important that if we're going to stop going through all this hurt, all this trauma, you got to know thyself. You got to know what you're going to allow. So they, they can do that or they cannot do that for you. But you got to know first. I, I agree. I agree. I agree to an extent because. Let's talk about it. Okay, I'm, okay, okay. And, and, I, and I mean this, you know, with the total respect. I'm, I'm married. So um, I don't know your guys's. Well, I know yours. I know his. I don't know if y'all are in serious relationships or married um, or been married before. But um, I think it's. Cricket, I, cricket. I, yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I think that I think that marriage is, you know, for the most part, it should be 50 50. But there's going to be times where it's 90 10. And, and that don't mean, you know, that doesn't mean like, oh, you know, somebody's checked out. But that means that, I'm, you know, I'm in the process of opening a breakfast place. So when I open that breakfast place, I'm not going to be able to handle the shit at home. You know what I'm saying? So it's 90-10 when it comes to the house, you know, and like certain things like that. So I think you have to be able to adjust to a certain extent to where, you know, the person is not, I guess, they don't feel, you know, crushed or or stuck in a sense you know if that makes sense and i and and me and my wife we've been through hell you know we we were on the verge of divorce you know a year and a half ago and and that was you know us finding each other you know when you get married at a young age i'm 26 i got married at 24 um so you know within the first six months you know our whole marriage came crumbling down covid whatever the situation may be but i had to learn that and she had to learn as well that you have to be able to adapt. You know, some days she just doesn't feel like fucking doing it. And that's okay because some days I don't feel like fucking doing it either. You know what I'm saying? And those days that I'm not doing it, she going to do it mm-hmm. and vice versa. And I feel like that's important um, in a relationship, in a healthy relationship of, you know, just the littlest shit. Like we have a dog um, all week. I ain't took the dog down. She did it all week. You know what I'm saying? And I'm normally the one doing it. You know, I wake up in the morning, take the dog down for a walk. And at night, I'll take the dog down. Throughout the day, I'll take the dog down. 
And it's like, you know, this morning she asked me, she's like, babe, can you please take the dog down? It was a no brainer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. You didn't want to do it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm here. I'm going I'm to I'm help you. You helped me for the past couple of days. And it's small shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to get a relationship, um, you're never going to meet somebody just straight off the jump that's 50 50. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, you Because you don't really know a person. You don't know who you're with. They're going to show you the pretty page of the cover. They're going to show you the picture book. They're not going to show you the description of really, you know, the in-depth of who they are. You get somebody three months and then, you know, everybody been through it. You see the first three months, they change. So you have to, you're never going to find somebody that's like, oh, 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always going to be a constant it's not even a battle. You don't even want to be in a relationship where it's a battle. You just want it to be ease. No doubt. No you doubt. Know? And I'll tell you this, Queen, and I'm not trying to give you no relationship advice. That's not what Please I do. Please do, shit. I just, from what I've experienced, from what I've seen, a relationship that's built on 90-10 won't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're relying on somebody to make you happy, that's too much strain for them. They can't make you happy. They can't make you do nothing. So when I say 50 50, I mean that love is reciprocity. Love is quid pro quo. Love is give and take. Mm. So in the event that this woman don't, don't feel her strong, I got to be strong for her. Absolutely. But I can't put no 90%. That's too much for her. I can't put 90% on her and keep 10 from her. I can't do that. I, I got to be strong for you. You weak. That's a relationship to me. That's I got to be strong for I lost you. myself. Absolutely. I think that most relationships fail because of that exact reason. When you try to make somebody make you happy, I, that's too much. I can't do that. That's between you and God. I can't do that. That's too much for me. Now, what I can do is give you everything that I can. I can give you up my 100%. You see what I mean? I can do that for you, but I can't give you my 100% and your 50% too. Now, I can't do that. I'm not that strong of a man. And I, and I agree when you're talking about, um, you know, making somebody happy. I'm talking about the little shit that you go through on a daily basis you know what I'm saying? It's there's times, you know, where my wife cooks consistently and then I cook, you know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about, you know, the, the, those little, when you were getting into, you're thinking about some, like the load. Exactly. We speak the same language. We speak in the same language. And when it comes to actual, like making, and, and, I, and I tell my wife this all the time, and, and this is going to bring in a beautiful talk, topic about alcohol and how that affects people's mental health. Um, and that's my wife. You know, I've worked all week. I want to go out. I want to drink. Well, your problems don't get solved. You're not mm-hmm. happier after you drink. You know what I'm saying? Because the, pro- the root of the problem has not been solved. I-, I tell her all the time, look, I cannot make you happy. You got to find things that make you happy. Because I can only do so much. I can make you laugh at a snap of the fingers. You know what I'm saying? I can do that. But the laugh only lasts 30, 45 seconds, right? And let me, and let me add to that. Do it. Find something that makes you happy. Sober-minded. That's where it's really like, you know, we can all have fun. We get a couple of drinks in us. We can all have fun and, and think a little differently if we smoking a little something. Whatever the case may be. But can you be happy sober? Whatever it is that you're doing, those, those, habits, those, those hobbies that you're doing. Can you be around the same group of friends without alcohol and still want to be around them? And, you know, just capping on that. I posted something this morning that says, how do you have 20 friends to go drinking with, but not one to do business with mm. change your circle. Oh, mm. and that, and that, that was the topic mm. I was trying to get into because uh, I have a lot of friends that I, I, I'll see them post like crazy shit on Instagram. And I'm talking about like, not crazy, excuse me, like mental health issues like that level. And I'm like, bro, keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we had a, a recently a guy that just took his life. He was well known throughout downtown. And he was always outside. 
And if people don't realize, if you look up the meaning of alcohol, it literally means the devil. It, look it up. It, 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 nobody does their research. It literally means the devil. So when you put all this stuff and you have these people trapped with all these uns, you know, unsound emotions and they don't know what they're doing with their life, it also um, it, it makes your endorphins go up. That's why sex on alcohol, you know, stuff like that, all that shit is, you know, it, it's better. It, it's it's almost more, I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't makes even, it more pleasing. Exactly. And, and so a lot of people, um, and this is something I've stressed, and I've been talking about it a lot on my Instagram, especially throughout this past six months that I've stopped drinking. Um, the conversations that people have when they're drunk, they'll literally tell you they want to take their life. But because yeah. you're drunk, you don't hear that. You say, oh, man, stop playing. You know what I'm saying? You'll be all right. Keep going. Come to the gym with me or something. And you're drunk, so you're not going to follow up with that person. Alcohol literally will, I've seen it change a person to where it made their eyes, they had green eyes, black. Like, no cap. And, And so now I'm at a point, I used to be an alcoholic, and it wasn't because I drank Every day, it was because I could drink two bottles in one setting. That makes you an alcoholic. You don't have to drink every day to be an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? And if that shit touches my mouth right now, I'll go. I'll keep drinking. Pause. pause big pause. Hold on. I was talking about alcohol, nigga. I ain't say nothing about nothing. Big, nothing, 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 nothing. Hold on. No, but let me hold on one second. So I want to go back to something you said, right? So we were talking about therapy, and we cannot talk about mental health if we don't dive deep into our childhood right so how much and a lot of the things that I got in terms of the questions was how much does child traumas affect your current state of mental health a hundred percent talk about it that's where you get that's where you get your grooming from from a newborn baby to the age of seven you can you can teach baby French you can teach a baby French German Different different dialects of, 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 of an African tribe and, and they'll know it for the rest of their life for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're teaching them something and even hell, even with grown folks, you have in my opinion, it's not even an opinion, it's fact. You have two minds. It's fact. You have two minds. You have your brain and you have your heart. Your heart is your subconscious. So a lot of times <clears throat> A lot of times when we're dealing with a lot of hiccups and hangups that we don't like, that's because it's in our subconscious. It's in our heart. Uh, there, there's a quote. It's a biblical quote. It says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that are detriment and good, they come out eventually. That's why, man, when you was talking about alcoholism, right? Alcohol and all the other stuff. I love my grandma for this shot, man. She said, Sean, when you're around drunk people, I always remember a drunk man speaks sober words. I listen. I can drink with you, but I'm going to listen to everything you're saying. So I listen to when folks say they, they hinting at suicidal thoughts and all this other stuff. Man, my, yeah, yeah. I think it's, but getting back to your, your question, sir, I think it's 100%. You got to deal with that type of stuff because you don't know who or what they were saying over your life mm-hmm. to grow up. What you think, TJ? Man, I definitely agree. I think that our foundation, our upbringing is imperative on these journeys. 
because I think that it, it molds you as a person. Um, Frederick Douglass had a quote, say, it's easier to build strong children than it is to repair broken men. Mm. Mm. So that's a, that's a rewind. Yeah, yeah, no we doubt, no doubt. My brother say, man, it's easier to build up strong children than it is to repair broken men. So well, once that man, once that woman is broke, it's hard to fix them, but it's not impossible. Mm. You know, so that's why I say it's, it's a two sides of that question. Absolutely. It's an option. I'm talking about, I've been through some stuff, man, but I made a decision. I'm going to love myself. It's nothing that I can't do. So that's why I go so hard on, on getting that kind of ideology out to the people. There's nothing that you, I don't care what you've been through. If you choose that there's nothing that you can't do, see what stop you. And that's the kind of ideology, those are the kind of thoughts that I want to put into the people, man. I don't care what you've been through. You can overcome it in a serious way. No, I, I think... If people don't take the time to understand what happened in their childhood, you're never going to understand why things happen in your life now. And that's what I had to take. Like, I personally, I can talk about myself. I can't talk about others. I've I've learned that just to be, I got to be transparent with myself as well. And a lot of the things that I was going through, whether it was in my relationship, whether it was in, in, you know, school or any, in the military, anything, it was all because of the things that I was taught when I was young and things that I thought that I dealt with that I've never dealt with, too. Like, that's one thing I think people don't, like, deal with it. You keep running from it, it's going to keep chasing you. Uh-oh. Deal with it. Face it. And it's going to be probably one of the most lowest moments of your life. But to have a lowest moment, the highest moment's coming right after that. And I think... The moment that we start seeing, man, I, I love, everybody knows that I love love, but above everything, God has been just my foundation. But everything, just understanding that I got somebody that when I think I'm by myself, he's right there with me. And if I could suggest anything, something somebody had uh, put is, what would you suggest for somebody who's going through mental, a mental illness or just needs help? God. I'm not saying that's, that might work for everybody. Because my, my God may not be your God, but it's damn sure mine. Hmm. It works for me. I agree, I agree. I think that over the past six months since I stopped really drinking, I'll, I'll, I'll have a couple drinks max, um, you know, maybe once, twice a month, something like that. But a um, little bit more control on it. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I pray before I go to sleep every night. And, and sometimes, you know, Sometimes I tell, um, you know, I tell God, I'm like, man, you didn't gave me everything I want. Please go listen to somebody that really needs you tonight. Mm. And I'll catch myself saying that. And it's not because I have everything I want. in the, You know, I haven't achieved all the goals I wanted to achieve. But guess what? I got a roof over my head. My refrigerator's full. You know what I'm saying? My car is good. My wife is good. We're happy. We're healthy. There's somebody out there that don't even have a quarter of what I have. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be like, look, God, I don't even want to waste your time today. Go find somebody that really needs you, please. You know what I'm saying? Because, and, and this is, you know, just moving really fast. Everybody needs to realize they have so much to be thankful for. When you are, when your cup, when you look at the cup half empty rather than half full, you're always going to deal with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You got to appreciate the little stuff and the big stuff will follow. That's humongous. And I don't want to speed past what you just said there, Quinn, because that's going to stick with me forever. 
Man, she say, I, I tell God sometimes, man, like, I'm good, God. You've you been more than good to me. Go, go, go bless somebody else tonight. That's imperative. I think that may be the answer to humanity, having mm. that much selflessness. God, man, I can't ask you for nothing else. God, I'm good. Go, go take care of Rick. God, I'm good. Go, go take care of Brother Sean. Man, I think, man, if everybody practiced that, this world would look like a different right. place, man. People moved out of love. It would just, we would be just a different nation, a different, you know, when it says, like, heaven to earth, and we are living, like, we would really be the kingdom. Like, we would really step into a different dimension, just, just a different way of life. Like, oh, I'm just thinking about it, because I know it's just so beautiful. You know, like, it's the, the potential and, and what it could do. But it's, man, 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 you just, I mean, you brought that up right now. Like, <laughs> right, 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 like, And that's imperative, man. Like you say, how much of a, a difference that'll make this world look like. If everybody had that ideology, and it's crazy because we finished the same way that we started, man, it come down to a thought. H- how you think about yourself, how you think about mm-hmm. this whole thing, man, you better change them thoughts. See if this world don't look different. And I'll ask you guys this so we can close out, but give definitely give points if you didn't get anything in there or ask a question. But what would you suggest when we answer like this? Somebody who needs mental health, what do you feel like? What's the best advice you can give to them? Because I feel like we all have it, so it ain't just somebody. Just what advice can we give to our listeners right now? I'm going to say uh, if you suffer from like, you know, part of anxiety is fast heart rate, right? And it's a lot more mental than it is you know, your heart actually going fast, uh, go get an Apple watch. And when you're psyching yourself out, sit down on the couch and have it read your heartbeat. And it'll tell you it's actually only going 76, not 150. And that would be my suggestion because that helped me tremendously. Okay. Repeat that question one more time. What would you tell our listeners and everyone about mental health? They need help if, if they're not understanding, trying to understand. Well, I would like to say, number one, you matter. Mm. Um, a lot of times when people are dealing with mental health, they're depressed. And um, and it's focused on yourself. I know we're talking about self and everything, but it's the wrong type of focus. Um, we'll get um, selfish, focused on ourselves. But I've dealt, I've dealt with it. And one thing that would get me out of it, um, one little small tip of advice that helped me, um, go help someone else. Literally, like not just over the phone, not over the internet. Go find somebody because I can promise you, the things that you're dealing with in your mind and in your world, they suck to you. Mm. But the reality of somebody else's, you never know. Like that young lady just hit them. You know what I'm saying? Man, she didn't. She didn't ran over the and killed. I don't know how many of six, six people. Six people. It's somebody going through something. But if you can, if you can die to yourself and just be there for somebody else, I promise you, you will feel a little bit better and be like, you know what? I can keep moving. Mm. Smile. Tell somebody they're beautiful. Open the door. It's little stuff like that, man. It's changed my whole life. Absolutely, man. I think I'll leave them with this: the importance of the art of perception. And the importance of how you perceive stuff. If we get our people to understand that whatever you want is literally in the mind of the beholder, you'll change your life. But it all comes down to how you perceive yourself, how you perceive yourself. You got to know that you're worth it and you matter and we need you. 
So, man, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your loved ones because we need you. So that's what I leave them with, man. You got to find yourself. You got to find a reason to keep going. And I come with tough conversations with thyself. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy because I know it ain't going to be. It's going to be the hardest thing you ever had to do to address yourself. But I think that's where love is. I think that's where beauty is. And I think that's where the answer is, finding thyself. Man, first of all, let me get in like my, in my uh, TJ swag real quick. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up, brother Rick, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm king and queen talk. <laughs> Come on. Nah, nah, so I'm going to leave everybody with this. I think one of my favorite songs, and I actually went recently to uh, their concert, uh, Maverick City, super dope uh, gospel choir, uh, not a choir, a uh, group. And there's a song on there that they have that's called uh, Man of Your Word. And... In that song, it talks about, I am who you say I am. So only God can tell you who you are. Mm. Stop allowing society to put you in a position, in a box, how we were talking about, where now you feel like you have to be a certain way, right? And I think in order for you to find your true self, you got to love your true self. Be okay with it. Embrace it. Love it. And show it to the world. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Episode 10, we out. King and Queen Talk. Absolutely.